welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. My name is Michael, and I'm going to be your host for this afternoon, this evening, this morning. I don't know when you listen. You could be naked in the shower right now. That'd be awesome if you were naked in the shower right now. I highly recommend listening to this podcast, Naked in the Shower. Okay, we're already, what are we, a minute into the show, and we're already off on a tangent. Here's what we got going on. Gonna try to have some fun. Of course. As always, gonna try to have some fun. And if you were if you were the wonderful person who tweeted about the show, you made my day. You made my day. It's always it's nice to get the feedback. It really you guys are awesome. Uh someone, some wonderful person, I should look it up, was like, man, this show's quirky, fun. I and then you made the big mistake. Here was your big mistake. Saying you enjoyed the guitar. <laughs> yes. If you're worried. He's got his guitar and his inability to play. But he thinks he's getting better every single day. Uh-uh, uh-uh. All right, so yes, I do have... I also... I might have written a little ditty about Kevin McCarthy. We're going to be talking about Mr. McCarthy today. We're going to be talking about Kevin McCarthy. Good Lord, 15 tries it takes the fella. 15 tries. What's going on there? Mike? Mike? Do you have any insight? I don't know why I'm using this voice, but I'll continue. Yes, I do have a little bit of insight. And it's awesome. It's all good news. Then we're going to be talking about the worst day in America's history. A day worse than Pearl Harbor, worse than 12 9-11s, worse than anything else. Of course, January, no, I'm sorry, July 6th. July 6th! (laughs) I don't know if you caught Joe Biden talking about July 6th. That was, that was, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. He doesn't even know. He can't even keep. He can't even keep the uh, the freaking lie straight. Uh, here's what else we're gonna be getting get into. Uh, don't get the uh, the July sixth one. I might get a little hot under the cala. I might get a little hot under the cala because it drives me nuts. Uh, yes, we're gonna be talking about uh, the Twitter files and and what all that means and the FBI. All that good stuff. And, oh, my goodness, keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. And shaking loose some losers. What? What is he talking about? Shaking loose some losers. I'm going to tell you a little bit of my philosophy, ladies and gentlemen. People of all ages. Naked folks in the shower. So, yes, uh, my philosophy there. And then, of course, you guys, I'm going to talk, we're going to discuss some of the... uh, some of the reviews for the book, Neither Stunning Nor Brave. They're coming in. I was shocked. I was shocked. I was terrified to look. It's too funny. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie. But like, uh, I, I'm like, oh, if you're the person who tweeted about the show, thank you, thank you, thank you. You made my day. And it really does. Like, I, 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 lo- I love the feedback. And then I want to say, I want to say good or bad, but I'd be lying. <laughs> So I got some reviews. We're going to talk about some of the reviews 
for the book, Now They're Stunning They're Brave. It's, I was shocked when I went. We've got a lot of reviews, you guys. I got a lot of reviews. And I'm rocking. I'm rocking at a 4.3 out of 5 stars. Out of a pretty good hunk of reviews. However, uh, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to talk about it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So first and foremost, uh, the show is going to be a little bit... Uh, a little bit, sh- not shorter, no, just just uh, uh, jam-packed, jam-packed today. Got a very, very, very busy day. And there's stuff that I want you to hear. There's stuff, that you- there's going to be a Patreon. The Patreon people, holy smoke, shirts are in, shirts are going out this week. The Patreon people, they get an extra segment and they get some sweet-ass t-shirts. And I want to see pictures of you wearing them. People, that was great over Christmas. That was another thing that brought me a lot of joy. People like had, they got the book for Christmas and they're like, hey, look what I got for Christmas. And they would post a picture of the book and their shirts. That's freaking awesome. I love the pictures of you guys uh, uh, wearing the stuff and reading the book. It's, it's just great. It's just great. And I'm looking forward to the uh, summertime. So... The Patreon people, yes, they're going to get an extra segment. But there's stuff that I want to make sure that is in uh, (laughs) the main body of the show. And it's a crazy week. I'm heading to, I'm going back to New York. Oh, that's the Kevin McCarthy song. I can't steal that chord progression. I'm going back to the America First Warehouse. Lots going on with that. Lots going on with uh, that show tonight. Some wonderful stuff. With that, we got a new show we're going to be announcing. Uh, we got Dave Landau. If you guys like the Steven Crowder program, my buddy uh, Dave Landau is going to be hosting a show for us, uh, that show tonight. And lots of cool stuff going on at the America First Warehouse. I've missed those guys terribly. Uh, so I'm going to be live streaming from there. This will be a great transition into the Facebook Twitter files of it all. But I'm going to let it go by. I'm going to let it go by uh, and just 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 force feed a different, just a completely different way to go because I was playing that. We're going to talk about Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the house. It only took him 15 tries. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the house Cause everyone's afraid of his lies <laughs> I said they're worried about Kevin's lies Lauren Bobart took her foot and put it down She said, <laughs> I got nothing else Ah, okay, let's talk about the one. I was on a couple of different programs. I joined my buddies uh, on a AM talk station recently, and I think they were shocked. I think they were, they weren't aghast, but if they were aghast, they, they, they covered it rather quickly. And then, oh, and then I was also on Leland Vittert's show. Leland Vittert has a show. He's a good dude. On uh, News Nation, News Nation Now, I think is the program. And then uh, we were discussing the, the Kevin McCarthy thing. And I think, I think we're supposed to be shocked 
and appalled by the, I, I guess, not me, not I, Lord, not I. Uh, this is, it's awesome. It's awesome. I enjoyed every second of it that I watched. Did I watch it all? No. But did I enjoy the uh, the hand wringing and and the and the gnashing of teeth and the frustration? Yes. Yeah. And everybody kept going. Well, this is a sign that uh, it's dysfunctional. This is a dysfunctional GOP. You got to get it together, there, kids. You got to get it together. This is having it together. You dumbasses. Yeah. Let's cuss. If you're still naked in the shower, get out. You're getting pruny. I loved it. The the people in D.C., these politicians, who, I, who again, I will say, are some of the worst people on planet Earth. <laughs> and never forget that. They need to be reminded of the, the, the way we feel, the way the, the American people feel. You send these jackholes to D.C. to do something, to rein in spending, to be actual fiscal conservatives uh, and all that wonderful stuff. And then they go they, they go around, oh, we got tricked. We got tricked into spending trillions of dollars by the liberals. I'm No, no. And Kevin McCarthy has got those, he's got, he's got those used car salesman vibes. Ooh, that's... Mm. If ever, if ever something, he's got those used car salesman vibes. He's got those used car salesman vibes. A used car salesman vibes. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put you through that. But that's what it is. He, he is uh, swampy. Uh, he's swampy in a suit. Damn, there's another one. Swampy in a suit. I gotta write that down. Holy shit. He's swampy in a suit. Uh, they're all swampy in a suit. So yeah, I dig. I dig the fact that the, the, the Lauren Bobarts and the Matt Gates or Getz or whatever the heck, however you say his name. Yeah, they're like, dude, we need some reassurances here. First of all, we don't want you. We want somebody else. And if it's going to be you, you got to promise us this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to do that. I love it. I love every second of it. And just you watch. It'll start to get swampy again. That's why we're going to keep going. That's why we're going to keep going. But yeah, the uh, and this is, uh, here's an awesome headline. Uh, Representative Kath- Catherine Clark from Massachusetts said Sunday on CNN's State of the Union. Ooh, she said this on the State of the Union on CNN, everybody. We should be, ooh, get 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 ready to be freaked out because this is a hard-hitting news show. Uh, she said that the 15 votes it took for uh, Kevin McCarthy to win the speakership showed the keys have been handed over to the extremists. Yay! <laughs> Here, let me decipher that for you. Uh, she says that the uh, the keys have been handed over to the extremists. Okay, I'll, I'll just I'll run that m- through my uh, idiot <laughs> idiot to real human being translator. It shows that uh, someone listened to their constituents. <laughs> someone still believes in common sense. Uh, that's awesome. Oh, here's another one. Here's another headline. 
uh, Dan Crenshaw from Texas, again, on CNN's State of the Union. You guys, CNN said they have a viewership of over 50 people. 51, if you count the cameraman and the sound guy. He does both jobs. He, he, apologized, he apologized for calling his fellow Republicans terrorists during the intense negotiations. What? What? Who, what is going on with Dan Crenshaw? When did he, when did he uh, go off the rails like this? Get it together, Danny. Now, here's the superstar of the whole thing, in my opinion. This whole show's my opinion. The Loftus Party Podcast. ASMR for no reason. Here's the superstar. This dude, Chip Roy, from Texas. That guy is quickly rising uh, to the tippity-top five in my book. That dude, I forget, it might have been after vote four or five, when Chip Roy got up, uh, gave a little speech of, speech of McGuire, and uh, he, he made a great point because it was packed. Everybody was in there. Everybody was in there. And he's like, this is what it looks like when we actually debate something. This is a good thing. This is Now, unfortunately, this is what Americans think it's like every single day. They don't realize that this place is usually empty. It's just a person giving a speech for the frickin' uh, C-SPAN cameraman. And it's just rhetoric, empty, hollow, blah, blah, blah. But he's absolutely right. This is, we, we need more of that. We need more. Listen, ugh, I'm not going to get on the, uh, the tired, you know, we need to work together and work across the aisle. Gah. But we do need debate. We need to debate ideas. Okay. So that so that's that was the point that uh, that Chip Roy was making in a nutshell. We need we need to have a solid debate of ideas. I'm not worried about debates. I'm not worried about uh, strong words and strongly worded language, all that stuff. Because we're right. <laughs> that's when you're ready to have a debate. <laughs> you're like I'm chomping at the bit. I'm chomping at the bit to have a debate. You you definitely want to debate when you know you're right. Uh, so he's he's a he's a, a rising star. That guy's no. He was the dude who went toe to toe with uh, Mayorkas, Mayorkas, and the border. We'll talk about that too. I gotta look at my notes. I gotta look at my notes because there's so much to go. Okay, okay. So here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna take a little break. Oh man, dun, dun. it's kind of like a reggae vibe. Dun, 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 dun. This will be the only time you ever hear this song. Dun, 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 dun. We're gonna talk. We're gonna come back after the break for your boner pills. <laughs> I, this is the second time or the third time I've done that. It's come on. That's got to be funny. If I go, hey, we're gonna listen to a commercial about boner pills, and then you hear a commercial about boner pills. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the philosophy. I think it's probably good to talk about the philosophy of just what in the heck we're doing at the loftuspatty.com, what the expectations are, and how, how we shake loose some losers. And then we're going to talk about this, the worst day, the worst day in American history. This is worse than the Battle of Concord. 
This is worse than the betrayal of Benedict Arnold. I'm talking about July 6th. And we're going to make tons of fun of, uh, of Joe Biden because he deserves it. But before we go, we'll just we'll play this into commercial. Just remember, Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the house. And oh, oh, I messed it up. Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the house. It only took him 15 tries. Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of the house. Because we all expect him to lie. All right, we'll be right back. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Welcome back, everybody. Wasn't that a a fantastic uh, commercial? I thought so, too. Yeah, really great. All right, so let's just jump right back into it. Let's just jump right back into it. I don't want to waste any more time. Yay, Kevin McCarthy, whatever. As long as uh, it seems like they put together some some good uh, safety mechanisms to keep him in line. Let's talk about Joe Biden. Let's talk about Joe Biden. Let's talk about Joe Biden and July 6th. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about Joe. And he's going to the border, you guys. He's going. He's going to the border. And really, who? What's gonna change? Before we get into July sixth, what's gonna change at the border? Freaking nothing. Nothing. But now he will have said, "I went to the border. I looked around, and it's bad. What's happening? And we got to give these border towns help. And blah blah blah. And it'll just be empty." Empty, empty. Nothing's going to change. Nothing whatsoever. So for all those uh, GOP people who took their uh, cell phones to the border and they took their iPhones to the border and they're like, look at this video. Look at these people coming in behind me. Yep, that's still going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. The, the, The one day it won't be a problem is when Joe Biden's actually at the border. Then you'll be okay, right? Because Secret Service, and it's like they're getting rid of all the people from El Paso. You know, they got to make it look good. They got to make it look good. So the border will be safe for one day. And then it will go right back to what it used to be. I'm so, uh, I'm 
kind of, uh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Oh, we're talking about uh, July 6th. July 6th, the worst day in the history. Oh, and we got to do, we got to do some reviews for the book too. Uh, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I lost my tab. I lost it. I lost it. It was horrible. The, um, January, I got to be serious for a second about it. And this is what, this is what, uh, really, 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 I don't want to get, I don't want to get soapboxy. But anyway, uh, Ray Epps. You know who I'm talking about. Ray Epps, he was out there. So many videos of him. So many uh, videos of him directing traffic on January 6th. We're going, we're not, listen, when the president's done speaking, we're going, to, he's like pointing people to go to the Capitol. We're going to the Capitol, that's where we're going. I'm clicking on a Snopes article. I, I want to see what Snopes uh, say about this. Okay, so Snopes is who is Ray Epps. The conspiratorial claim that the attack on the U.S. Capitol was a false flag conducted by federal agents hinges largely on the identity of one man. Well, no. No. It really doesn't. Ray Epps is just the one who is all over the video. And Ray Epps isn't in jail. Nothing ever happened to him. His lawyer uh, was a former member of the FBI. Isn't that, isn't that crazy how that works? So he is a, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a retired, he's a retired U.S. Marine and he runs, he runs a, a, a wedding. Oh, he has a venue. I don't want to, I don't want to dox the guy. Actually, maybe, why do I care? What do I care? Uh, he's all over these videos, uh, directing traffic, encouraging people. We're going to the Capitol, going to the Capitol. Now there's a bunch of other videos that I was compiling, I should just put them on the website. Just people running up to cops and going, why aren't you calling for backup? Why aren't you calling for backup? People getting pushed into the building. This one lady gets pushed in. She's like, why did you do that? Why would you do that? Uh, and then there's another dude dressed all in black who's breaking a window and a guy in a Make America Great Again hat goes to stop him and the dude in black like confronts the Trump supporter so no, it's not all Ray Epps. There's a ton, and I'm sure I'm leaving a ton out. I know I'm leaving out, uh, oh, what's that kid's name? Uh, African-American kid. Uh, he's like some, he calls himself Activist John. He's the guy who was in there hanging out with the CNN lady. And she's like, I should hug you. You were right. We did get in. We did it. He. And he was, he's got videotape, and he's the dude who sold his tape to CNN. Do I think that the FBI was in on it? Yes. Do I think there were also a lot of Trump supporters there? Yes. However, I don't trust the FBI for nothing. And when Snopes, and when Snopes is like, uh, this, this theory hinges largely on the identity of one man. No, it doesn't hinge on his identity. This is when I start getting mad. You dipshits. Who, who was he in contact with? Was he in contact with somebody from the federal government? Was he given instructions? Or he was just out there, he was just out there organizing it all by himself. Because he brags in a text message that he organized it.
And it's like these little, they do this. Oh, the, the, uh, the, the claim hinges on the identity of one man. No, it doesn't hinge on his identity. It hinges on who he was in contact with, who was giving him his orders. I firmly believe it's someone from the federal government the FBI, the intelligence community, some little, it's like they love to hide behind these little bullshit uh, like call sign letters. Like the Ministry of Truth is actually run by a division of the Department of Homeland Security, blah, 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 blah. So you go, hold on, is the, is, you know, is the FBI doing the Ministry of Truth? And they go, no, we're not. And factually, that is correct. It's not the FBI. And it's the Department of Homeland Security. And technically, it's not even the Department of Homeland Security. It's the Department of Bing, 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 Bing. It's all this little legal, eagle, freaking technical mumbo-jumbo bullshit. Who in the federal government was given Ray Epps' marching orders? Who? How many people from the federal government were in on it? It's like that whole Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping freaking absolute horse crap. It was just perfect. But like the, I guarantee you the federal government had a huge, huge part to play in it. Very active role because the Dems were just ready, ready with the spin on the next day. Oh, it's the insurrection, the insurrection. And that's another frustrating there's times when you, never mind. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. Ah, and, uh, and Joe Biden couldn't even keep the, uh, the narrative straight. The worst day in American history, July 6th. Yeah, he misspoke. He misspoke. What an, he's supposed to, he's supposed to announce again. He's supposed to announce again that he is, uh, running. How oh, good for him. So, uh, I don't trust anybody in the FBI. I don't trust anybody in the intelligence community. I don't like that they were involved in any way, shape, or form when it comes to January 6th. I really don't. That should terrify everybody. And I wrote a thing about it uh, at at the website. It's just... All of the things recently that the FBI has been up to. And if you if you start to look at it in its totality, since uh, since 2015, when they started doing the uh, oh, we think we think there might be a, a Russian spy and Russian collusion with then candidate Donald Trump, and we better embed somebody in there, and we're gonna set this one dude up to look like he's not. Uh, you know, been cleared by the CIA, even though the CIA said he was, then we're going to wiretap him and we're going to go and then we're going to release this information. When they knew, uh, none of it was true. When they knew it was none of it was true. So they did their very best to work hand in glove uh, with Hillary and to try to get her uh, elected. And they've been going at Trump ever since. The FISA abuse, That's, that, that alone, that alone should be enough. And then they just keep going, oh, they're on Twitter and they're, they're saying this, oh, and they're going to make sure that, uh, they're going to make sure that the Biden laptop story doesn't go anywhere. And, and if you're watching any of these uh, Twitter files with this uh, Matt Taibbi guy, 
He's saying it's, he goes, every conceivable federal agency was in there on Twitter. You got Adam Schiff demanding people be silenced and kicked off of platforms. And you know, you know, it's not just Twitter. You know it's Facebook. You know it's Google. You know it's YouTube. They're trying to define the reality of uh, the citizens of this country. It's really not... <laughs> and I, I, I laugh at the ridiculousness of it. it just, it's just... It's way too big. When 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 you get into the uh, when when you get into the the COVID nineteen of it all, holy crap! You could make the case for murder when they're when they're talking about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. You can't oh don't do that and don't let these doctors talk about these treatments and all this stuff. So is that murder? I always thought Cuomo was a murderer in New York when you knowingly. When you know that the most vulnerable people are, are the elderly and then you take people who've got COVID-19 and you put them in a nursing home with a bunch of elderly people, that's, to me, that's murder. It might be second degree murder, but it's murder. And it's like that, uh, that trans dude, the, the dude who says he's a woman who, who works for Biden, how he, you know, he got his mom out of his nursing home in Pennsylvania because he knew that the frickin' COVID-19 people were coming in. So anyway, you couldn't talk about that on Twitter. So you can't talk, uh, you couldn't talk about the election on Twitter. You'd get booted. You couldn't talk about the Rona. You'd get booted. Uh, you couldn't talk about the Biden laptop or you'd get booted because of the FBI. And then Matt Taibbi is saying the FBI was letting every other, like CIA, spooks, and he, I want to get the quote right. Uh, every conceivable wing of federal enforcement sent censorship requests to Twitter. Every conceivable wing of federal enforcement sent censorship's re requests to Twitter. So like I said before, Twitter, Facebook, Google, YouTube. So we've got unelected officials trying to define reality and affect the outcome of elections. That's, 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 uh, that's the end, man. If people can't get pissed off about that, and I, uh, I'll get off my, I'll get off my little soapbox here in a little bit. <clears throat> but if you can't get pissed off about that kind of election interference and interference into information that could have saved uh, your loved one's life, Perhaps when it comes to Rona, what are what are we doing? What are we doing? I guess we just gotta hope that the uh, that the FBI and the, and the intelligence community they like our next nominee. Ooh, I hope they like our next nominee. Please, Mister, don't say I did Russia collusion. I just want to be the president. That's some some Mitt, Mitt Romney shit right there. Mitt Romney shit. He's got that Mitt Romney shit. Oh, golly, golly, golly. Let's move on. Let's move on to, uh, to booties. <laughs> oh, booties and reviews. How about booty reviews? Let's do some booty reviews. 
Um, on Saturdays, it happened again last night. It happened again last night. If you look at theloftestparty.com, you'll notice there is uh, music, there's video games, there's uh, sweet, sexy bikinis, there's sexy entrepreneurs, cool people, there's that show tonight. It's, oh, Elden Ring. That's the game of the year on our top five games. Go play Elden Ring. We're going to talk about that in the, the Patreon segment, about Amazon Rings of Powers and more woke stuff. But here's the deal. And and hopefully, I don't care. I really don't care. It's it's funny with uh, with social media. It's like, I think everybody says they want stuff uh, until they're presented with it. It's really wild. There's this new movie... Trust me, I'm, I'm I'm making a point here. There's a new movie with, like, Jonah Hill and uh, Eddie Murphy. I think it's coming to Netflix, where, like, Jonah Hill's, like, this single Jewish kid, and he falls in love with a black girl, and then you've got her parents and his parents. And her parents, you know, the dad is Eddie Murphy, and he's, like, a hardcore... He's claiming in one scene to be, like, a hardcore Muslim. <laughs> or her follower of, like, Louis Farrakhan or something... And then Jonah Hill's parents, uh, David Duchovny and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, they're trying to be the hip uh, Jew parents, you know, and ooh, <laughs> it's like a wonderful clash of cultures and and, and worlds, and uh, it doesn't look woke to me. It looks like old school, like funny, at least from the, the trailer. And then you've got people like just complaining like, it seems like people on the right are like, oh, this seems like blah, blah. Like, no, dude. This is what it, you say you want. This is the thing that you say you would defend. This is like, people talk about, oh, Mel Brooks. Could he make that movie today? Could he make Blazing Saddles? Yes, he could. Yes, he could. Would you go see it? There's the fucking question, you knucklehead. Or would you be like, well, I'm, I don't want to go to the theater. There might be uh, some a bad element there. So that's... That's the great uh, conundrum, one of the great conundrums, you know, as a, as a comedian and as a writer and as a, as a you know, content creator. Listen, I'm just going to say I, I like, I really, I like uh, sexy, strong, beautiful, powerful women. And I, listen, uh, and I, they're, Ta-ta Tuesday. Yep. Absolutely. Ladies, we love them. Not going to lie to you. Saturday booty. Yep. Look at that. Look at that cute little derriere she got. Ooh, it looks good. Always going to post it. Never going to apologize for uh, absolutely. And I cannot be the only one. There's a, there's, and, I, and I, here's what I, the other thing that I love. You're you're a good looking woman. You go to the you go to the gym. You're you're blessed with good looks, but you work on it. You're you know you've got your your Instagram. You got your pages, and then you've got your own line of swimwear, and like you've got your beauty thing. Absolutely, people love to look down at these. Okay, that's easy for her. She's just an Instagram. Blah, 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 blah. Holy shit! You know that's some hustle, man. That's some hustle. Keeping an Instagram Instagram account growing and then trying to keep your own swimwear line going in your line of cosmetics, what have you. 
It's freaking really cool. And I love it. I love it when they're ex-veterans. Uh, I put up a, a whole little shout out to uh, this uh, one veteran. Absolutely awesome. Absolutely awesome. She's sexy and she knows it. And she's got her own swim. It's just freaking. So this last Saturday booty, it's like I look at the, the, the follower count. It's, it's just really Instagram for me. And it's like people on the right, I think they, they follow me because they think it's, oh, the Loftus party. It's going to be exclusively jokes about, you know, oh, he's going to make fun of the woke. And that's all. That's not all I'm going to do. You dumb shits. How boring would that be? How boring would that be? Yes, predominantly, there's going to be a lot of it. I'm always going to be calling out bullshit when I see it. But my God, if you're not into like music, if you're not into like books and you're not into, uh, you know, art and fun and the outdoors and good Lord, you get one big trip. You get one big trip in this life. Have some fun. And if a picture of, uh, oh, there's a young lady and she was wearing a, a, a bath towel and you could see the top of her derriere. Oh, no, sir. I'll not be following that account anymore. Well, good fucking bye. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> and I feel bad for you. Ah, all right. So that's that's the philosophy of the website. Yes, there's going to be stuff about video games. I, whatever. I love them. I love them, love them, love them. And it's all, it is about, ugh. I want to have fun. I want to create content. And I want to create stuff that you guys like. That's the other thing. You, you, want, people to, you want people to like it. You'd be lying if you said you weren't. Let's talk about... Reviews. Well, I took it down a step. It sounds better down there. Kevin McCarthy. See, I'm not straining. I was up here. Kevin McCarthy is the speaker of a house. I don't know why that sounds like a Beatles song. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm creating content that I hope people like. That show tonight, we're, we're trying to have fun, make fun of the stuff, da 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 thanks for subscribing to that. Uh, this podcast, and then, of course, the book, the book, Neither Stunning Nor Brave. Do we have time? Oh my gosh, I went so long. I went so long. We're going to do a couple, and then we're going to get out. This will be continued on, uh, on Patreon, and we're going to talk about, oh, uh, there's lots of other stuff to talk about uh, over on the Patreon. But I want to say this, thank you for everybody who uh, who who read the book, got the book, and and took the time to leave a review. That means a lot. That means a lot to me. I don't know who this person is, but I love their review. Listen to this. Uh, it's a five-star one right here. This book is comic genius! Exclamation point. How about that? This book is comic... It's, it's not. <laughs> but I love that you think it is. This book is comic genius. I'm only halfway through, but I want to review it now so that anyone on the fence gets their asses off that fence and makes the purchase. You're going to love it. And if you, aren't, if you weren't already a huge fan of Michael Loftus and his brand of comedy, you will be. Boom. And a couple people found that review very helpful. So thank you, uh, person, for leaving that review. It was friggin' 
super sweet. And, and I really like it. And I hope you like the ending. I think you will. If you like the first half, the ending, uh, the endings, you're going to be delighted. <laughs> now let's read a bad one. Let's, uh, uh, okay, now that's another good one. We'll, we'll read this one. Uh, lighthearted and fun. <laughs> if you watch the author on TV, then his voice is thinly disguised as the protagonist. Not a terribly complex, involving effort, but as a diet coke of literature, it's easily consumable. <laughs> ah, as the diet coke of literature. I will take it, my friend. I will take it. Thank you for that review as well. The Diet Coke of Literature. I, <laughs> I might have to have shirts made. Guys, uh, we're gonna continue, we're gonna continue the fun over on Patreon. Uh, please, if you've ever uh, been on the fence about being a Patreon, go for it. Here's what we're doing with that. We're building a studio, a little studio. I got the America First Warehouse. And we gotta, we're going to be doing some stuff out there as well. But then uh, uh, it's cameras and the ability to stream. We're going to talk about this more on the Patreon segment. Uh, but you guys should probably hear this too. Uh, Facebook, it, they've just been horrible. Uh, they've just been horrible. So we're streaming now on, on YouTube. And then there's a couple, there's a program that I need to get that allows you to program on uh YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, multiple platforms at the same time. So then that's what we want to do. That's what we want to do. And I want it to look nice and I want it to sound nice. So of course there's cameras and microphones and technology. All that stuff I need. So thank you for listening to the Loftus Party Podcast. I wish I knew something that rhymes. <laughs> all right. See you over on Patreon. You guys are all fantastic. Why are those pants still on? If you're still in the shower, get up! <laughs>